0: and Welcome to Food Revolution, brought to you by the Sichangu Food Sovereignty Initiative. Every other week, we'll be bringing you stories of food sovereignty from community members and tribal food producers working to build a more just, equitable, and regenerative food system for our Sichangu Lakoto Oyate, the burnt thigh nation. Together, we're building a tribal sovereignty through food, and we've set a place at the table just for you. Join us and be part of the food revolution. Hey everyone, this is Mary with the Food Sovereignty Initiative. In today's episode, you'll be hearing an excerpt from a conversation with Corrine Sully, an Oak Creek community member, food sovereignty advocate, and the cook for the Oak Creek Elementary School. The conversation was recorded this past August during a tour of Corrine's home garden. Before COVID, Corrine led garden to cafeteria efforts and planting activities for kids at the Oak Creek School. In the summer months, she can be found giving away produce from her garden on Sunday afternoons in downtown Mission. Corrine is a lifelong gardener and, for those of you who listened to our previous episode, sister to Carmelita Sully, manager of the SGU Greenhouse. The complete conversation will be available Friday afternoon on our website org, or you can listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or Pocket Casts. What time do you spend Pardon me. Between my husband and I probably 10 to 12 hours a day because he does all of the watering and some of the weeding but I do all of the planting and all of the harvesting and Um, Sometimes he'll help help me carry stuff in, but (laughs) Uh, Yesterday I picked 30 pounds of tomato and probably 60 hot peppers. So this weekend it's salsa. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather grow it and eat it, can it and eat it. And I give, you know, I give a lot of it away. Originally, we it was supposed to be a garden to salad bar kind of experiment with the kids. Well, I did it last year, and the kids really loved it because they got to go into the garden and pick what they wanted on the salad bar, and, and they just thought it was... The day that they told me they absolutely had to have jalapenos on the salad bar, we went through like three times the amount of milk that we normally go through at lunch because they... <laughs> Because no matter what they picked to put on the salad bar they had to try it mm-hmm. you know, at least take one piece and um, they, it was uh, as a matter of fact the last day we had school, um, I was planting flowers with them for mm-hmm. for uh, Easter or Mother's Day or whatever you know we were gr- gonna be growing flowers and then, and then we never had school again. (laughs) The the, most work is in the springtime when you're planting everything, and then then it's pretty much just walking around telling them how pretty they are, how how good their fruit is gonna taste. Do you keep a track of your harvest each year? No. I'm lucky if I keep track of what I planted where. I'll be honest (laughs) with you, obviously, since I have cantaloupe in with cucumbers. So I come from a family of 15 kids. Um, Our potato patch and corn patch was probably as big as my yard. So uh, this this is nothing compared to the the garden that we had as, as children because we did can everything and we did eat. harvest cherries and plums and grapes and things like that. Oh yeah, did you see the wild grapes on my porch there? This is two grapevines coming out from underneath of here. Uh, three years ago I cut it totally back. Last year was my first really good grape. You can see where the the birds, the wild birds come and just try to get everything but right there are a lot of grapes oh there's a nice batch of them and you don't harvest wild grapes until after the first frost because the first frost brings out the the sweet the the natural sugars them. but i am learning that uh, cooking with stevia is uh you have to alter your recipes uh quite a bit especially especially with your pectin. you have to add more in like for jams yeah for jams and jellies because i'm diabetic so Mm. i don't i try not to do as much sugar as i used to so but i didn't even get any cherries or anything harvested this year but i still have cherries and plums and and uh buffalo berries in in the freezer from last year so and then i also learned how to butcher a pig this year (laughs) Oh, this is, um, I can't remember, but I think it's millet, And the chickens don't eat it. I take cracked corn and wild bird feed, bird feed, and I grind it together in my food processor, and that's what I feed my chickens, because it's way cheaper than buying the chicken food that they tell you that your chickens need. Anyway, the chickens wouldn't eat it, so this is where I was pouring the the waste you know I was pouring it around and then these just came up so the wild birds like to come and eat it and, but yeah I, I love spending time outdoors and I love growing things so it's the perfect combination right remember the starter plants you were giving away in the spring I gave almost 450 plants away I planted 600 but only like like 480 came to fruition and then I had, you know, a few die on me. And then what I didn't give away, I planted in my garden. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I gave, you know. And like I said, even even if just one percent of them grew and 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 uh, fed somebody, then I've I've done my my job. But yeah, a lot of people came and got them and. Some people planted them before the frost and ended up coming and getting more. <laughs> and like, well like my sister Christine, her her entire garden got wiped out by one of the storms that went through. So, oh, so you know, thank goodness that no, I my garden is as big as it is. She, she came and got some cucumbers and made pickles and you know things like that. So. See can and dry are those the main types of preserving that you do and freeze and And freeze freeze. yeah can dry and freeze and tomatoes i'll just wash them core them cut them in fourths and put them in a bag and put them in the freezer that and when you put them in a soup or something oh it just tastes like a tomato almost straight from the garden that's That's delicious That's delicious but because i have four um deer tags this year I, I got drawn for the the rifle and the archery buck so then you get a doe tag with each of those ah. so this year I'm I'm trying to dry and and can as much as possible to save the space in the freezer for for deer meat so, try to be as so, well and then I'm gonna have to you know to the chickens eventually here mm-hmm. too. They. here they're gonna taste good. <laughs> That's all I can say is I can't wait to taste real chicken. It's been a while since I had a farm-raised chicken. Do you get any eggs from them, or they're just for meat? Um, yeah, they're, they're they're layers. They haven't started laying yet. They probably won't start laying for about um probably a month or so. Mm. I do want to build use, using pellets. Build a build a little coop mm. right out here for them. Um, And then, uh, you know, I'll just keep like 10, 12 for the winter time, so that I, I do have eggs over the mm-hmm. winter. And then start again with another 75. Because I figure, you know, I need at least one chicken a week, right? So we need 50 chickens. I don't count Thanksgiving and, and Christmas because that's a turkey or ham. <laughs> ham week. <laughs> but... You know, we, we do eat a lot of chickens and things like that. So. And I give a lot of food away. I've had people from the community come and, and tell me, you know, I can't make it until food down day or whatever, and I'll just give them food out of my freezer because it's the right thing to do. That's what we're supposed to be doing. I did lose some chickens to stray to a cat one day. And I only had part of the I only had one of the screens made, and they were little, so I knew they couldn't fly out yet, you know. So I just had taken the board off and opened it up, and for them to get more air in there. And my husband and I had just discussed the night before about how I needed to, because they were starting to be able to fly a little bit, and I needed to be able to needed to get that second screen made. I took a nap and when I woke up from the nap, <laughs> there were chicken parts, there, were, there, there weren't any dead chickens, there were just heads and wings, that's how I'm pretty sure it's a cat, mm-hmm. because a cat will leave just the head and wings. And, and that's just that's just part of, of raising animals, you know, you're going to lose a few, so I did, I did lose about ten chickens. But yeah, all that's left on my list before winter is harvest and, and can and, and build a little chicken coop, you know, to keep 10 chickens in. Cool. And then they have these old old lockers there. They're about this, uh, probably 10 inches by 10 inches by maybe a foot deep. And I'm gonna use those for my nest. Mm. Just, nice. Then I don't have to build a nest <laughs> yeah. yeah. All I have to do is build a roost on, on, the, on the front of them. Do you do um, any prep for the winter for your garden to get it ready or just worry nope. about that in the spring? No. actually I just let everything die off. And then over the winter time it'll it'll you know it'll compost as much as possible and then the springtime is when I go through and I pull all the pull all the dead growth out and start working my soil. So, and I do I do, do tilling. Um I know a lot of people say don't till but like where I already tilled, I won't till again. Mm. But I'll till another spot to grow something next year in, in mm. a different spot. Eventually, I don't want to mow it all. Uh, I just want food, medicine, and flowers. That's all I want in my garden. And in my whole yard. And chickens. <laughs> and you don't have to mow a chicken yard, trust me. <laughs> they keep it down very well. But, that's it. That's Old Miss Sully's farm. You've been listening to Food Revolution with the Sichongu Food Sovereignty Initiative. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Sichongu Community Development Corporation, Instagram at Sichongu CDC, and check out our website at www.sichongucdc.org, where we post weekly blog posts on Wednesday mornings. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time in two weeks.